0: Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Still Waiting Podcast. I'm your host, Ernie C. You can reach out to me on Instagram at waiting underscore podcast or Twitter at stillpodcast. So what's going on, everybody? How have you been? How's your week been going? Mine's been a little... Back and forth between good and rough, but, you know, I'm just getting through. By the way, um, I forgot to tell you this at the the beginning of the episode, what were we, 30 seconds in? Come on, Ernie, Jesus. But I finally hit my first dollar, and that's what I'm calling this episode, is my first dollar. I hit my first dollar on advertising, and I can't thank you guys enough who have listened, given this show, or any sort of, any just random episodes you just come across, I can't thank you guys enough for giving me a shot, and it was crazy last week, because, I mean, the thought of reaching out to, like, Texas and Ohio was nuts to me, and I was like, is that the furthest I'm gonna go? Probably, no big deal, but with the release of my last episode, my shitty episode, by the way, I'll go over that, Um, but with the with my last episode, I somehow hit New York and New Jersey. So again, thank you guys. I, I can't, I can't thank you guys enough. Even if you just randomly just came across this and listened to this. Um, yeah, it's, it's been overwhelming to say the least, but you know, I want to eventually break out and hit the entire continental U S and possibly like you know, just random people all over the world. If, if, I, if I somehow get out of the U.S. with this show, that will blow my mind for sure. But, yeah, I hit my first dollar in advertising, and I was stuck because, like I said, in a, in a recent Instagram post, I said I could have got a fraction of the listeners that I've got now, and I would have been just as happy. Like, you guys have been great. Uh, again, Angel's the only one hitting me up with questions though. So what are you guys waiting for? Hit me up. I want to, I want to talk to you guys. So, oh, before I get ahead of myself. Yeah. So I want to apologize for the last episode, by the way, because it sounds like I'm talking. (laughs) It sounds like I'm talking in a fucking bathroom the entire episodes and it's because my dumbass knew, knew that there was two settings to the microphone, but I didn't test them both out. I just started with the one that, the default setting, I should say. And it sounded like I was just sitting on the toilet, talking to you guys about randomness. And I just want to apologize for that. I got the correct setting and yeah. So hopefully this sounds better to you guys. And I'll sound better going forward, (laughs) but uh, anyway, oh yeah, I need to promote my girlfriend's podcast again, because she's got a new podcast, her second episode was supposed to be released the same time as mine tomorrow, Monday, February 26th, at 6am, but I already knew she was going to be a successful, more successful than me at this, so... She is releasing it tonight at 6 p.m. on Sunday, Feb- or April 25th, February. What the fuck are you? <laughs> um, But, yes, go check out Love Peddler. She is so sweet, and she has such a good head on her shoulders, and you can just hear it in her voice when she talks. Um, it's, again, it's the Love Peddler podcast. And she talks about she's more down to earth, guys, and she's more uh, uplifting than I am. Like I said, I'm like I said in my recent episode, I call myself the hate peddler, and she's the love peddler. You know, opposites do attract, though, so she likes me for some reason. I gotta give her credit. Uh, <laughs> she, she has good taste, guys. Um, sorry, I had to take a little drink there. So I'm going to go into, again, Angel segment because nobody else is asking me questions. Angel's the only one that throws me questions, and he, he again, hit, hit it out of the park with this one. Some of these might be a little bit more in depth, and like I said in in another episode, that I'm going to try to be as transparent with you guys as possible because, I mean, you still don't, Some some of you don't even know who I am, and you know I just feel the need to maybe air out some grievances or share a part of my life that you know I wasn't so proud of, and I'm happy to do it. You know, if it means just getting it off my back, I'm all for it. You know, I have no problems telling you guys the truth and or quote unquote my truth. No big deal. But anyway. I don't know what else to call this segment other than Angel's Segment. I was going to call it Angel's Corner, but that sounds like, you know, I'm ripping off Anthony Jeselnik on his podcast. was um, a girl, his producer is named Erica, and he has a segment called Erica's Corner. So I'm just going to, for now, call this like Angel's Segment or Angel's Questions until more of you hit me up and we can get more and more conversations going because, I again, I'd love to talk to you guys. All right. So question one, this is a two-parter, by the way, what is a successful person in your eyes? What are they doing or have done that makes you say, wow, this person is successful. And that's a really kind of fascinating question because, you know, success, success to me doesn't mean money or fame that, none of that shit matters to me. It's more a person, and successful person to me is uh, somebody that doesn't really worry too much. Like, Bill's not being a worry. Life not being a worry. Um Just somebody that just wakes up every day and just says, like, all right, it's another day. Let's let's make the most of it and have fun. That that to me that's a that is a successful person to me. So could it be somebody like Donald Trump? Yeah, I think Donald Trump is a successful person and love him or hate him, the guy, you know, is a billionaire and if you hate him, I mean because of his political views, whatever the guy decided to take on a position that nobody wants to take. I would fucking cringe at the thought of me being the president of the United States. And he did it for free. He donated all his presidential funds to charity. And I think that that's a great thing that, you know, he, he said, whatever, like I do, I'm doing this for the love of my country. And I think that's very admirable and he's a success story. Whether you want to shit on his, you know, business stuff or his politics, he's a success and, but a successful person could also be somebody that's homeless in my eyes, honestly, because yeah, it's not, they are struggling to live, but some of them could be like, whatever. I don't want to play into the system. That's their way of going off their grid guys. And I admire that if they want to go off the grid and say, you know what, fuck bills, Um, pretty much like fuck the system, like good on them, you know, I would, I would love to be like that thing is I have too many worries on my, in, in my own head to even fathom that thought. So I'm just going to go to work every day, like the rest of you and try to just try to make it in life, you know? <clears throat> um, second question, what was the lowest moment of your life, and how did, uh, how did I recover from it, uh, that, that is, uh, I think I went over it very briefly in what I think probably my first or second episode, but it was my divorce, my divorce last year, um, that was that was definitely the lowest uh, moment in my life just because, you know, for like, I want to say the entirety of 2020, like, I just had those thoughts in my head, like, if I can't be a good husband, how can I be a good father? But it was never to, <clears throat> the thought never came to me where I was like, I have to abandon my son or, you know, abandon everybody that I love. And start fresh. Like that was not going to be on the table at all. Um, but how I recovered from it. Uh, basically comedy. Com- comedy and music have been lifesavers to me. I-, I think I promoted the Honeydew podcast in my first episode. That was such a therapeutic podcast. And it is because it was com- uh, comedians laughing at their own trauma. And it made me realize what I'm going through is absolute dog shit compared to what they went through in their childhood, in their adulthood. Like my divorce, why am I why am I holding on to this so hard to where it's making me crumble? And <clears throat> but you know, also that being said, like my son was also a huge lifesaver to me. The, I mean, just his laugh, his smile, whenever he runs to me and says, daddy, like it just out of pure excitement, it just melts my heart. And that that definitely had a lot of good, uh, helped me recover quite a bit, but <clears throat> I, I couldn't have done done, I couldn't have gone through that entire process without everybody that in my life and music and podcasts, especially the Honeydew podcast. Again, great podcast. I recommend it. Anybody that's having some sort of downer in their life needs to check that podcast out because though our problems are big to us, it it could be very minor in comparison to everyone else in the world. Um, But the reason the divorce happened, I'll kind of go in depth here. It was the last five years kind of building up and coming to a head with that. I'm not going to shit on my ex wife. There's no reason to do that and gossip because, you know, she had her reasons to leave me. And that's fine. um, She, let's just say that the reason I hate Facebook so much it's it's partially because you know it's just a negative platform for everybody to shit on everybody like on politics on entertainment it's just i saw a lot of negative towards my last few days on facebook in the winter of 2015 2016 uh yeah and then but it also opened up a lot of doors to things that I shouldn't have really given a chance in my life, like reconnecting with uh, prior ex-girlfriends. And yeah, so <clears throat> that came to head at that time. And, but I thought I had been, as time was going on in the last five years, I thought, you know, we that was slowly going away. And, you know, I was trying to prove myself as a good husband, as a good father. And uh, apparently not, because it apparently didn't go away. It was, it was still getting at her. And so come... January twenty twenty, after a fucking massive New Year's Eve party and a massive hangover to, to follow, not even like a few days later after that, that's when my wife broke the news to me that she wanted to leave me, and I was devastated. I was honestly like thinking, like, "What? Why am I here? Why? Why is life so fucking rough?" and Again, how am I, I going to be a good father if I can't have the woman I quote-unquote love so much uh, by my side? And, again, I couldn't thank my friend Alicia for opening her house to me. Like, that was the nicest thing anyone could have ever done. I wasn't going to go back and live with my parents. It's, it's nothing against them. It's just... I need to, it was more of just, like, I need to prove myself as an adult, and if it means living with a friend, so be it. Like, I just don't want to be living with my parents. Um, so, moved in with her in February of 2020 last year, and it was just, like, as the months went on, I was, the weight was getting lighter, and that was... It was nice, I mean, just to have her to talk to and have, like, somebody to kind of, because she actually had gone through a divorce a year or two before me, and she was kind of, like, bracing me for what was to come. And come May 2020, the divorce papers were signed, and that was was when, like, the tears were coming out hard, because I just, I could not think like I was losing this this woman that I married and I felt like I was also losing my son but it couldn't be fur- further from the truth that couldn't be further from the truth um because I still got to see him on a very regular basis and yeah just had to learn the whole co-parenting thing which was extremely hard it still is hard I don't think it's gonna get any easier but uh, I mean, only time will tell, right? Uh sorry, I'm just kind of looking over my notes here. <laughs> this is actually kind of a a funny question from Angel. Uh what would have been my wrestler name? Because I was into wrestling, I think I broke. I think I talked about it in one of my previous episodes. I still am into wrestling. I'll just say that. Just not as heavily invested as I once was. What would have been my wrestler name and finishing move, <laughs> and describe how that finishing move uh, would have looked? Oof, that's those, those are, that's actually a tough question for me because I don't know what would be a good name for me. You know, fat Mexican probably wouldn't work. You know, especially in this culture, and be fat shaming and you know racist. Ugh. Anyway. <laughs> Um let's see here. Good wrestler name. Uh it'd probably be Biggie because you know that's my nickname. That's oh shit. Biggie's a real fucking wrestler. Never mind. <laughs> and guess what? He's got the same birthday as me. March 1st of 86. He's my twin brother from another mother, except he's way buffer and I'll just say he's got a better tan than me, okay, guys don't wanna you know don't want the woke people to freak out on me that I was making a joke uh, but yeah ah uh, shit what what else what would be a good wrestler name guys? I don't know as far as a finishing move goes, it'd have to be something lethal, something like along the lines of a mortal Kombat fatality, uh. But, of course, he can't go that graphic. Come on, Ernie. There's kids watching. <laughs> oh, shit. What would be a good finish move? Something along the lines of a pile driver, you know, because that's a move that that is heavily missed, but it's for some reason banned probably because, you know, it causes CTE and whatnot. A lot of memory loss from a pile driver. Uh, oh, shit. According to my notes, I have to re- read Angel's last question on Snapchat because it was a lengthy one. Give me a second, guys. Pulling it up right now. Um. Uh, what are you waiting for? I was waiting for a leadership position, and I was working hard and got it faster than expected. And I'm happy and stoked, but what I'm really waiting for is my purpose in life. Why uh, Why was I put on this earth for? And in a non-messed-up way, I am not going to do anything, but would I even be missed if I was not here on this earth? Angel, I share those exact sentiments right there. Um, I think I said it already like, in a previous episode, though, that Uh, I'm just waiting for, to be successful in anything, whether it be my career, whether it be this podcast, well, uh, I don't know. Like, I'm just, I want to go like, ah, God, I can't fucking talk. Um, I just want to go through life from here on out with no worries. And I think I'm doing a fairly good job. I'm about maybe halfway there. I don't know. I still have worries like my bills and whatnot, but I'm just trying to like, just take a breath and sit there and say like, this is all temporary. Um, but let's see here. Congratulations on your leadership position. I don't even, are you still a lead in what you do? I won't disclose that because, you know, People will probably hit you up at the hospital and be like, oh, shit. Oh, never mind. I'm not that popular angel. Um, But let's see here. Oh, I'm always waiting for my purpose in life and why I was here on this earth. Because why was I put on this earth? Was it just to like, I don't know. I I always like, I'm not going to, I'm trying not to shit on myself here guys, but the last like, well, including in the last year, I I felt like a big loser, but probably about a few years before that, I, I was starting to get down about myself and it's like, am I just going to be working dead end jobs? Like what, what's my purpose here? Like what's my, why else am I here? Is it just to be a father and a husband? Is it to be just a father? Uh, and yeah, in a non messed up way, I'm not going to do anything but would I be missed if I was not here on this earth? I I definitely hear that because boy with especially last year there was just a lot of morbid thoughts in my head, but it wasn't me being suicidal because I am I'm, I'm too much of a pussy to do that, guys. Okay? Like I'm not going to drink bleach or like I don't know. I'm not going to overdose on pills or anything like that that's just i'm not gonna i I mean it's it sucks that people will do that it's it's horrible but i i think about others way too much to even do anything like like my girlfriend and my my son and my parents like and my sister and my like i think about all of them and then like if i were to do something like that and the hurt i would put on them And especially my son and my, and even my dad, my, I know like it's, it's crazy. I am considered a daddy's boy because my dad and I like have like a friend relationship. We're like best friends. I mean, there's just a lot of things I don't disclose to him. Like I do with my other friends or even my girlfriend, but he's been a good role model in my life as to, as to how to be a good dad and how to pretty much be a good person. Um, but the hurt I would put on him and my son, like, I can't even think about that. So, but the thoughts that were, like, going through my head is, like, what if somebody just fucking hit me on the highway or something? Like, can't it just be something like that where it's just like, whoops? Um, or I accidentally fall off a bridge or something like that. Um but I did I do I did think about that a lot, and you know the divorce had a lot to do with it, but as as time goes on, you know you always think like you just, I just I'm waiting it out in life is it is it gonna get better? I hope so. I definitely like pray for it. I just wanna be have no worries while I'm here because you know. After here, you may have no worries, but where are you going to be? Are you going to be in heaven or hell? If you even believe in that, I don't know. But I, I would, if I if I were to go to hell, holy shit, I'd be worried all day, just because like how the how's the devil going to torture me now? What the fuck? Uh, but you know, I, that's not my plan, guys. If I want to go to heaven, I want to go have no worries. Go drink out of a lake uh, without having to worry about a homeless person peeing in it. (laughs) Um, Walk with Jesus and God and just ask them questions about where I messed up in life and how I could have... What would have been the better choice? But... I think that's gonna do it for Angel segment, man. I gave you like fifteen minutes, man <laughs> and I got a little in depth there with my divorce story, but I just want like I said, I just wanted to be a little transparent with you guys and kind of give you an idea like why I am where I am and yeah, so anyway, plowing ahead so in the last episode, I was uh talking about how I was a little bit bitter about Godzilla vs. Kong dragging out the Mortal Kombat release. And I watched Mortal Kombat, you guys. Finally. It was finally released on Friday. I finally watched it. And I'm glad I didn't. Like, I I got my hopes up for the movie. I was like, this is going to be a good movie. Like, this is going to be a good movie. But I I didn't go the Suicide Squad route, which was like, this is going to be the fucking shit. This is going to be so incredible. I didn't hype it up that much. At least I don't think I did. My girlfriend, I think she said I did. But I saw the movie, and it was good. It wasn't like, oh my god, this is amazing. I'm going to try not to spoil anything here, guys. But the Scorpion Sub-Zero story was great. That was... But... That that was just the beginning and the end, though, of the movie. Everything in between was just kind of like, oh, I guess they're doing that, huh? Oh, cool. Great. But there uh, there were a lot of funny moments because of Kano. Kano was a fucking hilarious character. According to my girlfriend, him and I are like the same person. I don't know. He's more witty. Like... I could be an asshole, but his wit was like, was hilarious. It it just, he constantly made me laugh with his racist comments, his, uh, just his ego was hilarious. He should have been Johnny Cage, but I'm getting all nerdy here, guys, about Mortal Kombat. Some of you are probably like, who the fuck is Johnny Cage? And if you don't know Johnny Cage, oh man, I don't know who you are. But I will say that they set it up for a sequel, and I'm hoping that there's a sequel, because I think the flaw to the movie, the, the movie that just came out, is they didn't really do anything regarding the tournament. And that's what Mortal Kombat is, a tournament. It was more like a prequel to the tournament. And then some training montages. A couple fights here and there. And that was it. But the the Scorpion Sub-Zero story, fantastic. I thought it was great. Wish it would have gone a little bit more in depth. But, you know, Sub-Zero being a legit badass. And I was like, I was geeking out hard because Sub-Zero was my go-to since I was like seven or eight years old. I was always Sub-Zero on every Mortal Kombat game because... Who wouldn't want to freeze your opponent? Like, they can't do shit if they're frozen. So you're just going to smack them up, freeze them, smack them up some more, and hopefully, like, cut them in half, throw them down on a spiky pit. I don't know. <clears throat> oh, boy. But, yeah, that's my review about the uh, Mortal Kombat. It was a good movie. I will say on a like a one to ten scale, I'll probably give it a six or a seven. My girlfriend's kind of surprised that I gave it that high of a score. I don't think she was a big fan of it. <laughs> Women, guys, they don't—they just have to shit all shit on everything you like. <laughs> it's all good. But I think I'm gonna call it good here. Got another half hour in, or close to it. Again, thank you guys so, so much. To the new listeners in New Jersey and New York, thank you. The people in Texas and Ohio, you guys are amazing. Everybody on the West Coast, you guys have been awesome. If you're still listening to this show, thank you, thank you, thank you. I keep telling you every, probably every episode, that I just plan on getting better as time goes on. I want to get better for you guys. I want to be more comfortable. I am. I'm actually getting very, very comfortable on recording these. It's just, I want to get to an hour and get to an hour smoothly. My girlfriend, she just recorded. Oh my God. Thank you, Anchor. You know, you really screwed me over there. But, uh, I was, as I was saying, as I was rudely interrupted by Anchor for cutting me off right at the half hour mark. um, I really want to get to an hour. Because, you know, that would be an amazing podcast for me. It's just chit chat for an hour. Or I, at least act like I'm talking to somebody for an hour. But my girlfriend, she just finished her second episode and it's an hour. I'm telling you guys, she's a freaking overachiever. She's uh, doing th- great things over there at Love Peddler. You guys definitely need to go check her out. Definitely have your. You'll definitely get your spirits lifted <laughs> as opposed to here. But anyway, I'm going to end here. Thank you guys again for listening to Still Waiting Podcast. Um, again, reach out to me. Talk to me. I plan on having a guest soon. Maybe that'll be my hour. Maybe that'll be my couple hours because, boy, I can have some stupid conversations for a couple hours. Um, but again, thank you, guys. Go ahead and reach out to me at Still Podcast on Twitter, at Still Waiting underscore podcast on Instagram, and I'll talk to you guys later. Have a good week. God bless.